Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. Back with another. If you like it, like it. And this time we are focusing on the update to subscriptions on IG. Not that long ago, Instagram announced that they were going to roll out paid subscription models for select creators mm-hmm. because we know how they love to support creators. Right. As they Creator the first. Time. Let's give them to <laughs> five creators total. <laughs> Yes, but what we've noticed is that more people are starting to get them. So we wanted to do an update as a reminder about this feature. So Harley, what have you been seeing in this new space? I'm seeing a lot of people start to jump on. And I'm also seeing a lot of people that are pretty stressed about like really what what kind of value add can I add to this? So this is kind of what I want to break down today is like, is this even an effective model? Should you be rushing to jump on? Or is this another update that's kind of a pass for us? Sure. I mean, I don't think that it's going to be a update that people, that everyone can use, right? Even if right. they hold it out to every creator account and like anyone could use it. I just don't think that a paywall for certain types of content makes sense. There's too much free content on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. There's too and much. It's, as we all know, it's really difficult to go from free to paid. So, yeah. um, and there's too many options. You're right. Like when you open the app, there's going to be way too many people doing it for free. So why would other people pay? I really think it's going to be more focused for people who are coaches. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are, you know, authors who might be releasing stuff that way. And then I think if you have some sort of like, I don't know, like really elite niche that people yeah, find it hard think, to like research and find. I think you have to be like a big time specialty to use it. Like you're not going to mm-hmm. get away with affirmation type content where, you know, you get on and yeah. you're like, good morning, everyone. Like this is my special group. There's there's For no sure. way. That's just not going to be appealing. You would need I, – I really think for this to be – actually effective like do you need to be celebrity level do you need to have some actual behind the scenes do you need like yeah it could be I just think that there's so many places on the internet or in other you know outlets where you can get the behind the scenes mm-hmm. from celebrities you'd have to have like an insane cult following where people are just obsessed yeah with seeing what you're doing all the time I can also see it being good for like the fitness world if you didn't mm-hmm. want to set up you know, like challenges and groups and all of that, which is really popular. Maybe you want to run that through your already existing Instagram account. I don't know. There, I think there's opportunities there, but it it doesn't really excite me all that it much. Doesn't, it does not excite me either. I think there are so many options at this point with like Patreon, buy me a coffee. We did our whole episode on Winnow. Both of us are on Winnow. Mm-hmm. Big hype to Winnow. <laughs> <laughs> there is a yeah. ton of options. And I'm going to mm-hmm. say that subscriptions on Instagram are a big pass for me. Yeah, agreed. So in this case, I guess if you don't like it, don't like it. Don't jump on it. (laughs) Welcome back to a new episode of Brand Meet Creator. And today we're expanding on a topic that we touched on in our last episode about the levels of 
influencing your macro, your micro, your nano, your, I don't know, all of them. And we actually (laughs) wanted to dive deeper into this weird phenomenon of the 30 to 50K range influencer and why that follower count is so desirable. Yep. I think it really struck us in that episode about I, how it, it kind of hit me hard. I've been thinking about this Agreed. for a while. Me too. And then, you know, we had another call earlier this week where we prepped for this podcast and I was letting you know some of the results I was seeing in a recent influencer casting and mm-hmm. project that I've been doing like a three month summary. And we were looking and it was very similar to what we had discussed that the people who were most effective for price versus outcome were those that were around 30 to 50k you know the amount that we paid them was reasonable but not cheap and the outcome i think was good so i would love to break down this 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 analytics report that you created Hmm. a little bit more with specifics and rates you were looking at Mm -hmm. so you were talking about you had an influencer that was at like 170 Yep. Mm-hmm. I had one that's a 169K mm-hmm, followers. Okay. And then mm-hmm. you had a couple around the 40 to 50K range. Correct. And I had two that were almost essentially at 50K. One was like a little over 50K and one was just slightly under 50K. Mm-hmm. And not by thousands. We're talking like by hundreds. So what were we looking at with rates? With the rates, each of those people were pretty close to each other. So I would say within... So the people who were at 50K, one charged me $200 more than the other. So that's, I would mm. say, equivalent rates, right? Yep. Um, and then the person who was at uh, almost 170,000 followers charged $1,500 more than they did. So you so said it was, was 2000 thousand mm-hmm. ish for the 50K, and then you Correct. had 3500-ish for the yep. exactly fifty. And I think what's really interesting here that we talked about was that that the number of followers is triple, mm-hmm. but the increase in payment right. is not is not, not triple, right? It's not close to that. So I mean, it's almost double, I guess, but still, thirty five hundred versus two k is not like a significant jump for someone who has. 170,000 followers. And that's exactly what we predicted without having these already pulled together on the last episode. We talked about how the jump from 50 to the 100k mark really is not that Really the 200k mark. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're not that different. I know. And to have 100,000, 120,000 more followers and only be charging 1500 more dollars. I mean, it really just goes to show that after 50k, you know, the the upcharge is not as significant. Right. And of course this isn't a bl- this isn't a blanket scenario. There's other people I'm sure who are at 170k who charge a lot more. Um, but this is, you know, real numbers right. and really what we paid. I ran into this recently because I have a rate calculator for Mm -hmm. uh, micro-influencers. And really, it's intended for those people, you know, probably maximum around 60K, maybe even Mm -hmm. a little bit less, probably 50K max. And Mm -hmm. I had someone with maybe 150 slide into my DMs, and she was like, "Uh, is this right? Like, it's giving me a 30K price point for this package. Mm. And of course, like it did have usage. It was a pretty big ask, but 
I was like, oh, you know what? That's probably not right. That's probably Mm -hmm. not right. It's probably about half of that. And yeah, yeah, and it's, it's so, it's so different in the like equation that you can kind of pull out with those norms. And I think it's even less drastically changing once you go higher than that 200K. Your 200K influencer and your 600K influencer are probably very, very similar as well. Yeah, for the for the most part, definitely. And I think that that's, I mean, this is really just informing me more as to like when clients are hiring us and we're looking at partnerships, the first recommendation that I'm going to make is within this range. And this happened mm-hmm. with another client recently. It's like they came in with $50,000 to spend to support a specific initiative that they're doing in September. Right. They wanted to know how many people that were macro influencers could they cast for that. And when we started to outreach, it was really not that many people. And I was like, listen, if the if the whole goal of the campaign here is reach and, you know, having everyone possible that you can reach know that you're doing this special thing for the month of September, I think we should go way lower and cast a lot more people. And that's ended right. up being what we did because it was an IG stories only campaign. Mm. And I think that's even more affordable at that rate, at that follower count, the 30 to 50K, you know, some people were giving me 150 bucks per slide or $500 for a set. And Mm. at that point, it's like, you know, we're banging them out. Great. Like, let me take 25 people at that range. (laughs) And we're still under budget. We've casted a lot of people. Um, So it's going to be much more effective moving forward to stay in that bubble of 30 to 50K and almost like, not want to go viral. Don't give me more followers. Like, just right. let me nurture the people that I have there. Right. And I I still think there's a little bit of a discrepancy between like what brands are looking for and what they see from the outside. And I think this is kind of educational too, of like, mm-hmm. you look at that follower count and you're like, oh, they have 100K. They have, you know, whatever sure. that big number is. And realistically, as someone that, you know, is on the other side and knows a little bit better, you go to those views or you go to that engagement rate and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, I like I get these views at 30K. I get these views. So yep. is this actually mm-hmm. different for your is the is the potential all that different at 100K versus 30K? I don't think so. And no. I think where this gets more interesting is the conversion that you saw. So let's let's dive into that piece of your Yeah, I mean, even starting with the views in that same example, two people at 50K and one person at about 170K, the views totaled almost the exact same when Mm -hmm. it came to their real and story views all put together. Mm -hmm. Um, They were all around the same outcome. Right. So that was really interesting right there off the bat. And then from there, their clicks is where we really saw a more significant difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like when you look at clicks, it's sort of like that that's when I think the actual style of the content, how right. they performed in the stories, how passionately they were about mm-hmm. things in stories comes into play more and it becomes less a numbers game and more performance and content. And but look, the low, person- low views happen. Like I don't think yeah. either of us are looking at that 100K influencer either and saying like mm-hmm. you didn't perform. It's it's not about that. It's just about the leverage you have within this range. 
Exactly. And I will say that the person who had 170,000 followers did have significantly more clicks, but they Mm -hmm. also put in significantly more time and effort into the partnership. So there was Mm -hmm. like a minimum number of stories and they ended up doing almost double or triple the amount of stories Mm -hmm. promoting the product, which (laughs) they did a full, full circle back on it, which I really appreciate because to me, stories are the lowest lift. It is the least amount of effort. Yeah, It is like texting someone on their birthday and never calling them or seeing them. It's like, you know, like this is the bare minimum to -hmm. support a partnership. So for whatever reason, you're in trouble in your partnership and in trouble, i.e. it's like this is lower than average views, whatever else. Like get into those stories and hype up the product because number one, the client is going to be happier. And number two, it showed her followers that she really was invested in the product and she ended up with a ton more clicks on her links than the people at 50k who did the just the, the bare mm-hmm. scope of work. And I'm not saying every time you need to do go, go above and beyond, but I think she saw that the views were low and she wanted to have a nice partnership and stories really take nearly zero effort. Mm, yeah, nearly zero effort. I And I think what you're really seeing there too is like she's priming her audience because the first mm-hmm. time you see something, if you only see it once, like you're not pressing buy, right? But if you're seeing yeah. it multiple times and then you're getting the full breakdown or another comparison or a wear test or, you know, all mm-hmm. those things that build trust, now now we have a different story. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's super interesting with um, the amount of interactions too. I, I yep. think there's this weird mentality of like how I grew 100K in – five seconds and I'm like I don't want to grow a hundred k in five seconds I don't want to not know my audience there's there's something to be said about knowing the people you bring in actually curating the audience that you bring in and keeping your group small like is it really worth maintenance or is it worth putting so much effort into growth when you're in that range yeah I mean I think having your follower count be in that 30 to 50k ish or under 100k range with a high engagement rate is significantly more important than crossing the 100k follower mark. I do think that like, if you're a creator who's getting close to 30k, it's time to start thinking about less about growth and more about community 100% like take a pause on whatever tactics you're using for growth, whether Mm -hmm. that be like posting multiple times a day or giveaways or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, And I would really start to think about like, how can I nurture the audience and start to get higher clicks, more, you know, sales, like how can I build more trust at this point? Because I do think at 30 to 50 K like without trust, like it doesn't even make sense to start keep getting more followers. Yep. I agree. I agree. I I think at that point, every effort that you have needs to go into building those relationships and learning about your audience more, learning what makes them tick, what they love, what they don't love. And those can be Mm -hmm. little things. You know, you Mm -hmm. could expect they love a broad category of – this is a stupid example. (laughs) You could expect (laughs) that they love all coffee and learn that they don't love pumpkin spice. Like, it's simple things like that. 
100%. And I also think it's like, if you are a beauty or fashion creator, you know, it's diving in on like, what price point are people buying? Yeah. From you? What, you know, where, when are, do they live? Like, if you're talking about, you know, I don't know, Sephora locations or something else, and most of your followers live in an area where they don't have Sephora, mm-hmm. like maybe you should switch to shopping at Ulta and like feature Ulta stuff or, you know, right. I mean, now the, with the World Wide Web, you can really shop anywhere. But you know what I mean? Like knowing more about the location of these people and what they're doing every day and how they feel about you is I mean, even is Target so is its own beauty supply store nowadays. So you got lots Truly. of options. Um, you have so many. <laughs> I I had a very interesting situation recently. A client of mine mm-hmm. grew, whew, okay, 90K followers last week. 90K Whoa. followers. And That's insane. Yeah, it, it really is. And she was messaging me all last week and she's like, I just don't know what to do. Like I'm in this weird viral head spin of, I don't know these people. And I don't even know if I'm bringing in the right audience because the, like all of my videos are going viral right now. But like, I don't know if like my messaging was necessarily correct for some of these, et cetera. And Mm -hmm. so now we're in this huge recon mission of, okay, how do we pivot your messaging to make the mm-hmm. wrong people leave? Mm-hmm. How do we, you know, say it bold, say it strong so that people, girls that don't get it, leave. Mm-hmm. Men that don't get it, mm-hmm. leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. And bring trust to the arena. Yes, a brand yeah. can find her and say like, oh my God, you have such amazing views. You have this huge follower count. But at the end of the day... Can she sell to them right now? I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Especially if they're brand new followers. Mm-hmm. I feel like they hit that follow, which is great. But moving forward from there, like how long it'll take them to like recognize her in the feed and interact with her in stories yeah. and do all this stuff. Like that's just something to think about if you do go viral or if you hit like major growth. Like each time you jump up a level of followers, you have to like redo that process of like, reintroduce yourself like get them used to like you being in their feed more frequently to respond in dms or polls or whatever it is that you're doing like all of that has to start again it's a a life cycle every time Mm -hmm. so sonia what are your takeaways here I think my takeaways here are that moving forward, when brands approach me, I'm going to tell them to run for this sweet spot. (laughs) I'm going to be looking for more influencers who are 30 to 50K ish range, definitely more influencers who are uh, under 100K. But um, I think 30 to 50K is my new my new sweet spot on IG. That's that's where it's at. Yep, I agree. I think my takeaway is to really go inward and reflect creators on why you want to continue growing. Is this actually a necessity for your platform or can you focus instead on honing in your skills and getting better at everything that you're doing currently? You can stay at the same follower count and have drastically different engagement, drastically different feelings of community within it all, it does not need to be a season of growth all the time. And the clickbait on the Reels tab telling you that it does is not worth your time. <laughs> no, ignore, scroll past quickly. It's also a pass. <laughs> 
Love it. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this. We just really wanted to dive in deeper once we hit this sweet spot, talking about the 30 to 50K follower range. Really hope that this helps you in your journey of growth or engagement, wherever you might be. And if you have more questions or comments, please get in touch with us on Instagram, TikTok, or wherever the interwebs might take you.